Hello, guys and girls, and welcome to the Joe Moffat Show. I am your host, the incomparable Joe Moffat, and oh my God, it is 2016. Welcome to what will be, hopefully, the Revel Goddamn Lucian. Boy, I sure hope everybody had a good New Year's. Now, I told you motherfuckers to be safe, so I'm hoping that all of my listeners are making it back here and hearing me today as we get ready to embark on this wild and tumultuous journey that we have sent ourselves on. As y'all can tell, I got a little bit of pep in my step right now. I've been watching this TV series on Netflix, and I saw some people talking about it, and it's called Making a Murderer. And we're going to jump knee deep up in this shit. But first, got a couple of announcements that I need to get out there. First of all, man, a few weeks ago, I did a show, and I came to the fence of a couple of people one being J.J. Watt, and I thought I'd take this opportunity to congratulate my Texans. They did it. They made it to the playoffs. Yes, I know when y'all see my Twitter account, I'm usually roasting them niggas, but you know something? Sometimes a good roasting is what it takes to get your ass over the hump and to get the goddamn job done. And if me roasting your ass is going to help you succeed and get us to the playoffs, well, goddammit, that's what I want to motherfucking do. And just like Coach said, this is just one hat. We want to get two or three more. I'm ready for that Super Bowl hat myself. So you guys keep going. Congratulations. JJ, you are Mr. Everything. God damn it. And for the motherfucker who told him that he overachieved, go sit your sorry, fat, lazy fucking ass down and quit being a loser, bitch. Be something better than your ass could be and you could be just like JJ White too. Now. Leave off of that pedestal alone. Congratulations, you guys. That shit is fucking awesome. Now, y'all pissing me off, though. And I'm going to tell you why. There's a lot of people that's fucking with one of my mentors, one of my idols, one of the people that gave me and doesn't even know it, but gave me the, 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 the strength to feel that being funny and being a comedian can be not just a, a clown in a suit. You understand what I'm saying? It doesn't have to be something. It, it can be, you can go up there and, and, and be a talent and, and say what you want and, and say what you feel and not give a fuck. And the person I'm talking about is Steve Harvey. Okay? Now, don't get me wrong. My boy, I love him to death. I've always been a Steve Harvey fan since the beginning. I've been a Steve Harvey fan since fucking Def Jam. All right? So I've always been a big fan of Steve Harvey. And I am sick and tired. Uh, every time people make one little fuck up, one little whoop whoop, one little mistake, you know, motherfuckers got to, you know, l let me tell y'all something about Steve Harvey before I go another fucker. Okay? Granted, he read a damn cue card wrong. That ain't a big deal. I don't give a fuck. That little bitch got her feelings hurt. Go sit your ass down somewhere. Go practice. Twirl a goddamn baton or something. Be ready for fucking next year. That's all your ass need to go do. I don't give a fuck. Miss Columbia, shut the fuck up. I'm tired of hearing this bitch instead of running her goddamn mouth. You understand what I'm saying? I mean, goddamn. It's... it's it blows my mind that they still riding this man's ass for this little bullshit mistake. It was a mistake. 
He read a goddamn cue card wrong. So the fuck what? Some of you motherfuckers would be standing in front of a goddamn crowd of niggas on goddamn television and I'll read some shit sideways and backwards the fuck wrong too if your ass was up there and trying to get this shit done in a moment's notice. Not everybody gonna be fucking perfect doing this shit every motherfucking year. Shit happens. But let me tell you something though. It happened to Steve Harvey and, and, and it's okay because Steve is handling it with grace. <coughs> oh shit, excuse me. What's pissing me off, though, is everybody keep wanting to poke the bear. See, what's pissing me off is everybody trying to make Steve look like he did and committed some amazingly horrible crime. Sit y'all motherfucking asses down somewhere, man. Y'all don't understand. Y'all need to let Steve make it because y'all don't get it. That man does more for communities surrounding him than you could ever fucking imagine or believe. He takes time out of his schedule through his Dreamers Academy with Disney. He takes time out of his schedule to mentor young black and Hispanic men to help them grow up and to become strong and influential members of society. So when you come to me and tell me how Steve Harvey messed up at some goddamn award show and everybody want to roast him for it, I'm going to say to you today, my friends, you can suck my motherfucking dick. Go sit your ass down some goddamn way. It was a mistake. I'm tired of hearing about this damn shit. It's been almost three weeks now. And they still got this bitch on TV talking, oh, I, I think it was a conspiracy. A shot the fuck, man. Look. Ain't nobody got time for no damn conspiracies. And like Steve said, what the fuck? I ain't no type of nigga to be sitting there doing no damn conspiracy shit. I'm a grown-ass man. And I'm with him with that. No time no fucking conspiracies. We trying to do a damn show. Contrary to popular belief, Steve Harvey ain't got time for no damn conspiracy because that nigga probably had four more motherfucking shows to do that night. He probably had a question for goddamn Family Feud that he needed to answer that had Columbia in it and just was thinking Columbia at that fucking moment. I don't know. But let this nigga make it. Forgiveness, people. Forgiveness. And for Steve, y'all better forgiveness and forget for y'all keep having to deal with my dumb ass about it. Because it's about to piss me off. You leave Steve alone. I'm tired of hearing about this shit. I got one more bitch. To cry about this goddamn Miss America, Miss Universe, or whoever that hoe is, and you motherfuckers gonna get read to business. I better not hear about this shit next week. Because then I'm really gonna go in on that ass. And that's the last I got to say about it. Brother Steve, appreciate you. Like I said, you've been an influence to all of us that have ever had or ever wanted a career in comedy. And we hope that you continue to do more and more and more and do better and better and better. And let them bitch-ass haters go and die in a ditch some goddamn well. You raggedy motherfuckers. That's all I got to say about that. Speaking of which, of raggedy, bitch-ass, sorry-ass, dick-in-the-booty-ass... Faggoty ass, low down, dirty, once a month, bleeding, bitch ass, niggas. Who the fuck is Dexter Manley? I need to find this shit out right now and go to this nigga's house. Don't take your ass on national fucking TV talking about the only reason why niggas know how to run fast is because they know how to run from the police. Fuck you.
That joke wasn't funny in the 90s when white folks used to say that shit and it ain't funny now, motherfucker. Shit. Niggas know how to run. No, niggas know how to run because they know how to be more athletic and be more trained than motherfuckers like your sorry ass trying to kiss up to you, raggedy bitch. Fuck you. Niggas sitting here talking about all niggas. I'm tired of hearing this shit talking about all niggas do is go to jail. It's more niggas in college than there is in jail. We need to stop saying this shit, folks. I'm tired of all of this damn jail mentality. Because contrary to popular belief, my black ass ain't in jail. Am I something special? Hell no. I ain't no different than the motherfucking white man. They ain't in goddamn jail right now. But for some reason or another, a nigga got to be celebrated because they think all niggas is good for us go to jail. No, that's what all you motherfucking white folks think we good for. You understand what I'm saying? But then you got these dumbass niggas like Dexter Manley making it fucking worse for people with his bullshit. Self-hating son of a bitch. I hate motherfuckers who do that shit. It used to be funny. It used to be cute. But you do that shit in, in with your white white friends that don't really like your sorry ass, you understand? And and, and run it like that. But don't don't sit there and, and chastise motherfuckers like us on TV and come dogging your own fucking people telling yourself trying to be funny, ha 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 ha. Cause there's always gonna be a nigga right here like me, ready to kick off in the bitch ass of the ass of a nigga like you, nigga. Sorry ass motherfuckers make me sick. Boy, it's 2016 and the retardation level is at an all time high in this motherfucker. It's high, 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 high. I don't know what the hell going on. Y'all heard about this shit in Wisconsin? Oh, Lord. This is going to quite possibly become, and I want to say this out loud, one of the largest payouts in the history of America when all of the facts are finally brought in and y'all got to excuse me here in this clicking I am helping prepare dinner for my family I do know how to cook I am a real man and a real nigga so you know real nigga all day getting this dinner together now um so it's the case of the young man, Stephen Avery. I know y'all ain't heard about this shit. The show Making a Murder on Netflix. Why they chose this motherfucker, I don't know. I was actually wondering, because before they started showing the shit, I'm thinking to myself, there's plenty of niggas that you could have gone and made this show about and helped their asses get out of jail. But then when I started watching this shit about this little white boy, I started losing my goddamn mind. Because I was like, who in the Whoa, 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 Wait a minute. You didn't already fuck with him once. Okay? You didn't already try to put his ass in jail once. You got him in there for 18 years. And the only reason why you got him in there for 18 years, and I'm going to say this out loud, don't nobody get mad at me for saying this, because his ass was poor. Okay, we've had this discussion in the past about the judicial system in our in our American courts. If you got the money, your ass going home. If you don't, there's a good chance you won't. And and it's getting what's bad is getting worse and worse and worse when you got fucking private prisons. Y'all didn't heard about this shit. 
suing states. Yep. Yep. You heard about this shit. You heard it right. Private prisons suing states for not keeping them motherfuckers feel. Now, what's going on with that? What's wrong with that goddamn picture? We shouldn't want people in jail. We shouldn't want people in jail. At all. Okay? If you commit a crime, fine. Go to jail. But don't be trying to find reasons to put motherfuckers in jail. And if you do find a reason to put a motherfucker in jail, at least get the right motherfucker. That's the part that fucks with me. In Wisconsin, they ain't got the right motherfucker. Now, don't I ain't I've only watched the first half of the series. I haven't watched the second half yet, but in the first half, from what I have seen, this has been the most fucked up shit I have ever seen committed in a motherfucking court of law ever. Now, you are talking to a nigga that had the opportunity of becoming a career criminal. I chose to go another path in my life and do comedy and be hilarious because, frankly, I don't enjoy the smell of shit and assholes all of my days of my life. I'm just not that nigga. I don't run that way. Sorry. So the thoughts and grandeur and grace of jail that some niggas find uplifting, I find that shit atrocious. It is horrible and disgusting, and I don't want to live my motherfucking life up somebody else's asshole unless it's the asshole of a bitch because it's a good chance it's going to smell good and have flowers and be shaved and be pretty. So I'm down with that. Or at least two or three bitches. Y'all know your boy all fucked off in the head. But still, so... But, but going to jail and putting somebody in jail, if you're going to put somebody in jail officers and we talked to and i want to say this as well okay and we've talked about this in the past i don't want think nobody saying uh oh joe moffat is over there bullying police no 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 you cocksucker you better fucking take it back because that's not what i'm doing i support the police of the united states of america i support all police officers I feel that their jobs are dangerous enough and they don't get enough respect. I have relatives that are police officers and I believe in what they do. Okay? Don't think I'm sitting here dogging on police officers. But when it comes to the motherfuckers in Manitowoc, Wisconsin, something wrong in that motherfucker. And them niggas need to burn in hell. Oh, no, 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 no. You gonna go check my house out for three motherfucking days and I not mother eight goddamn days and I not be there and then all of a sudden you done found enough shit to put my ass in prison for jail. You for life for murder. You got me fucked up. I know better. I know better. Shit. And then this motherfucker gonna sit here. The 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 nephew, he made it worse. Well, hold on. Let's start from the beginning. Okay, and for those that haven't seen the show, there's going to be a fucking spoiler alert. So just be ready. Stephen Avery was originally blamed and arrested and accused for the rape of a young woman at a beach in 1982, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, at that time, Stephen was a young man, bit of a hardhead, a little bit more of a fuck up. He'd enjoy himself more than the average person, okay? After a while, he actually started getting his shit together. 
He got married, had kids. He, he was trying to do right by the people that were around him and actually started to become a good and, and normal person of society. And I'll tell you something about the age of 25, okay, which is right around the age he was at when, when all of this started happening to him. He was making that transition of 25. The transition of 25, my young men that don't understand this, is when you really get to that point in your life where the next 10 years or the next, either the next 10 months or 10, the next, the first 10 months after you turn 25 usually affect your next 10 years, okay? The shit that happens up to that point, if you already in, in a cycle in your life, there's a good chance that cycle going to stay in, in place in it. If it's a lot of crazy shit going on in your life, there's a good chance that you're going to be dealing with crazy shit for the rest of your life, or at least for the next 10 years. I shit you not. Anybody tell you that? Okay? That, that age of 25, a lot of shit sticks in. And he hit that age of 25. But when he hit that age of 25, he handled it differently. Like I said, he was married. He had a kid. He was trying. He had kids. Uh, not a kid. Kids. Uh. He was actually trying to do right. Okay? And some bitch that was, I guess, a distant relative of his or was fucking a relative of his or something like that, they got into an altercation. Nothing major. War of words, if you will. Pussyfoot shit. Nothing too big. Okay? But the young lady was a relative also of a sheriff's deputy who just so happened to be the sheriff's deputy who did the initial interview of the rape victim that was raped at the beach up in Wisconsin. Okay? All right? Following? All right. So... When she does the interview, she implicated Stephen Avery as the suspect. She said it right then and there. Oh. Because she, the woman gave a description. She ain't went to go look for no other motherfucker that can match that description. She already know in her head, boom, it's Stephen Avery. Now, what kind of shit is that? How the fuck you going to sit here and say, that's like a bitch touching down on her pussy, pulling her finger out, tasting a sperm and say, that's Donnie's baby. What the fuck? That ain't how that shit work. You supposed to investigate this shit, you raggedy bitch. You ain't supposed to sit here and just go no, no goddamn lollipop shit like that. But that's what the motherfuckers did. And they continued to do that lollipop shit until they could figure out a way of getting that boy put in jail. He sat in jail 18 motherfucking years. Throughout the 18 years, there were 178,000 fucking instances of shit that popped off that could have got his ass off for this motherfucking crime. But the bitch-ass police in Manitowoc Wisconsin didn't want to do they motherfucking job and felt that their man that they had was the motherfucker who committed the crime. Now, let me tell you something that about criminals and crime, ladies and gentlemen. 
okay? Crime is one of those things that's like a drug, okay? Some people do it because they got to. They ain't got a choice. They ain't got another way of doing it. If they don't do it, they may die. You may not have a choice sometimes to commit a crime. You understand what I'm saying? If you don't commit, if you don't get this $10 million, some motherfucker going to kill you. You understand what I'm saying? Shit happens. It happens a lot. Other people commit crime for the thrill of it. Okay? There's a thrill to committing crime. There's a thrill. There's a thrill of doing shit that you know you ain't got no fucking business doing, but you do it anyway, and then when you get away with it, your ass is fine. Okay? Let's let's not let's not let's not put that to the wayside, but that is very true. And anybody think I'm lying, fuck you. You know what I'm saying? Go climb on your toilet seat and jump off if you a scary motherfucker and you'll gotta feel heights. That shit will be invigorating for your ass. Long as you don't miss, <laughs> you slip and miss and fuck around and kill yourself. <laughs> we don't want you to do no shit like that. So don't say Joe Moffat and the Joe Moffat show told you to do that. That's uh, liability purposes. Anywho, um, <laughs> last time I jumped off the toilet seat, I just sprained my ankle. But, you know, think about, if you will. Okay. Let's, let's just take a second to observe what's happening to this young man. Okay. A phone call came in from another county, the same county that's handling or supposed to be handling the murder investigation that comes up later on in the show. So, and, but anyway, well, but we ain't gonna go too much in that because actually he got he 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 got off for the the rape charges basically. And like I said, crime is a thrill. The motherfucker that they should have went after and they knew to go after was still committing fucking rapes at that goddamn time. They still ain't got the goddamn county addressed for them other rapes that happened by the motherfucker that they should have got sued for that shit because they had the wrong man the whole time and they didn't do their damn job and didn't investigate that shit at all. Okay, so in the midst of all this, DNA finally comes back, pointing it straight to the man that they knew had been told was the motherfucker who did it, but they wanted to put it on this Avery kid. Why? I don't know. And just for, for popular belief, Stephen Avery is not Al Capone. Okay, Stephen Avery is not the nigga off of New Jack City. Okay. Stephen Avery ain't even fucking Mookie off a of goddamn do the right thing. Stephen Avery ain't shit. He's a nobody. He's a goddamn kid, you know, whose parents who, who are very kind of poor. You know, they, they run a damn salvage yard. These people ain't nobody. This nigga ain't even no real motherfucking threat to society. He don't know nothing about the police. He don't know no secrets. Like one of them had like putting fingers in his ass or something and taking pictures of himself. He don't, he ain't shit. He ain't a fucking thing. He's not even a fucking liability to nothing. And they fucking with this po' boy. It's terrible what they doing to this young man. Well, he's grown at it, ain't young. The worst part about it, and, and the, the part that's got me thrown off, is 
they, he got out for the rape charges. They got him off for that. You know, they still haven't addressed the fact that the goddamn police do the, them not doing their job caused two more rapes to occur. But now we have to look at the situation from another angle because to take away from that fact from the police now, all of a sudden, all of this evidence has popped up from the defense showing that the police have tampered every which way but one with the investigation into the murder. Okay? How the fuck you go into a room? Okay? I go into an office every day. Okay? It's a little office in the front of a hotel. Okay? And I go in that little office. And I can tell you on most days, if I've been there every day, where the fuck everything is? Pretty goddamn simple. It's not that hard. I can pinpoint and tell your ass where everything is when I didn't been in this motherfucker every day. Okay? So when you are doing an investigation into the whereabouts of clues in reference to a murder, it would be beneficial for your motherfucking ass to make sure that your ass has detailed accounts of everything that's went on. Now, most police, when they are doing criminal investigations, and you even see this shit on TV, they have a motherfucker walking around taking pictures. So explain to me how, first of all, you got a motherfucker walking around taking pictures, and he taking pictures of nothing but trash and filth and ook, okay? Second of all, the mattress that this woman was supposed to be raped and tortured on was still in the motherfucking house, never taken to be, to be looked at for DNA evidence. If you own a mattress and you fucking somebody illegally, I assure you it's going to be piss and shit and everything else on that damn mattress because they are scared and you're going to find some motherfucking evidence. The nephew sat there and said that this motherfucker cut the girl's hair. Have we ever searched for any hair follicles in that house? No, we have not. You want to know why? Because they've been blaming fucking the Avery for this shit the whole damn time. They got the whole fucking case hook, line, and sinker. They ain't done shit else but said, that's your fault. Arrest his motherfucking ass. That's it. I done made it through the first five episodes, and I, know, I can already tell you five things that the cops did not do, and that why his ass should not, him nor the nephew, should be in trouble. Neither nor, okay? Neither nor should be in trouble. Numero one. You got somebody chained up and tied up in a room, laying on a bed. You have not found any evidence whatsoever in this room of the chains that she was being held down with by witness accounts, nor of the rope to show, and that would have DNA on the rope that was tied up to the bed. You don't have any of that. You don't have any of the chain that was tied to, that was supposedly tied to on the bed. You don't have none of that in evidence. Okay. So you come in and 
you had five investigators, six investigators go into a room from the county that was supposed to be handling the investigation, which was not Manitowoc. And then all of a sudden, one of Manitowoc's guys just so happens to wander his ass on the property and he finds the fucking keys to the car in the same room that you motherfuckers been in all week. Tell me ain't something ain't wrong in this motherfucker. I'll tell you a goddamn lie. Something wrong. Something wrong. This is America. You are not supposed to be, you are supposed to be innocent until proven guilty. And when I see a room, a video of a police officer sitting here doing an investigation of a 16-year-old child without his parents being present, we got a problem, folks. That is number three. You ain't supposed to talk to no kid without his parents' presence. A kid can't make a statement. Their kid can't do shit without their parents' presence until they turn 18. In this, our United States of America, my country, tis of thee, this some bullshit happening right here. This man's constitutional rights have been taken away from him. This man's just overall way of life have been destroyed. They have done everything, even fuck with the woman who wants to touch and tickle his raggedy ass. They even ran her off because they kept busting. They busted her motherfucking ass for driving down the fucking street. Seeing this nigga in another car. Talking about that was her way of contacting him and it violated the portion of her probation that said that she wasn't supposed to have contact with him. Are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? Really? This is America, folks. I done only seen up to part five. We gonna do a two-part on this shit, because I'm going to watch the next five parts over the next seven days, and we're going to recap on all of this next week. And if this shit go the way I think it's going to go, yeah, we're going to have another interesting show next week. But right now, we're going to shut it down here, because I want to go back into the, like I said, I don't want to speak on it too much, and I don't want to give my overall opinion of the situation. I just want to talk about the facts. I'll give my overall opinion of the situation next week after I see the next five parts. I can tell you now, the way your boy feeling about it, it's a big old bag of bullshit. And I'm hoping that somebody is watching this shit and looking at it and they say, you know, something needs to be done about this immediately. And somebody help this man out. I, and I'm hoping that comes before next week. But right now, we're going to close up shop at the Joe Moffat Show. Thank you guys for listening. We appreciate all the love. Happy 2016. May you guys have many more years to come. We're going to kick ass and take names this year. We got tours coming. We got most shows coming. It's going to be off the chain. Thank you guys for listening to me. Peace and love. I appreciate all your support. And again, thank you for listening to the Joe Moffat Show. I am your host, Joe Moffat. 
Thank you for all the support. See you guys next week.